Hello and welcome to this week's Independent Music Podcast. Ten of the best new tracks each week, hosted by me, Anthony Chalmers. And me, Gareth May. Hello, welcome to this week's Independent Music Podcast, coming to you from South London, all in one place for the first time in a long time. How's the jet lag, Anthony? I don't know. I feel completely fine, but um, I think I'm not quite 100%, but overall, I'm all right. I've been sleeping well. I went to watch the Circuit de Jeu last night, Circuit de Jeu, don't know how to pronounce her name. She was absolutely brilliant. I'm feeling in reasonably good spirits. Excellent. Well, we started this week's show with the track from a artist i think it's called miata and i think it's called old town everything around this is in japanese and when i don't know if this is sort of naive of me but like when something's not in a language or in an alphabet you understand even google translate can be quite difficult to understand what's, what's it giving on. you uh, well i i've sort of filtered it out uh, what it gave me originally but i've gone with miata and old town which i believe is a self-release it, it, it just keeps having in parentheses self-produced techno but what i do know is that this is a record that it's a it says here original soundtrack to the non-anime otto kaku district which is a one of the, it's one of these records which happens all over the world and has happened for many years now where artists sort of make up a soundtrack to a film that or a video that doesn't exist as we've discussed many times uh, film soundtracks on record sell a lot better than albums <laughs> yes <laughs> exactly and this one is a name your price download well, it's so. definitely got an anime feeling to it. i watched quite a bit of anime and 
Cool. And I can hear that in there. Uh, yeah, so it's uh, one of those ones that I stumbled on. I was like, oh, great, some uh, Japanese modern classical. I think I could get into this. And then it sort of turned into some sort of jazzy breakbeat stuff going on in the middle, which, and the, the whole record's sort of great and a bit wild as well, which obviously is well up my street and up yeah. the street of many listeners. Yeah, I thought that it was going to really go into a drum and bass break there, but it wasn't. Those really. are coming. <laughs> those are coming this week. Once again, this week's podcast is brought to you by the State 51, the record label and distributor. Thank you very much, State 51, for your continued support. You are brilliant. You can uh, continue to pick up their Singularity series that they've got going in partnership with the Quiet House with releases like Shit and Shine, Matt Moss, Alison Cotton, and a new one with Siavash Amini. Check out State 51 for all of that. I want to play you music from electronic producer and artist from Iran called Sot. We featured him on the podcast before. I believe we have. Actually, I haven't double-checked that, but I'm presuming you have. It's definitely one of those records that we both really like and that we may never have played. Yeah. Uh, I heard it first from Tristan Bath on his always brilliant Spools Out radio that was on Resonance FM at the time. I'm not sure if it's on Resonance now. It might be, but it's a regular article on the Quietus. He's released on Opal Tapes, Diagonal, Morphine Records, some of the best electronic labels around. This time you can find the release on Sub Rosa out of Brussels in Belgium. The album's called Majestic Noise, made in beautiful, rotten Iran. And this track is called Life.
There we go. That is the beautiful sounds of Life by Soat. The album is called Majestic Noise, made in beautiful, rotten Iran, coming out on Sub Rosa Records on March the 3rd. So that's right. It is out now. I was sorry. I always thought of Soat as like a bit of a techno geezer. Definitely he's done some music that's more banging than that in the past. That has been a definitely a couple of releases since I listened to his stuff. Maybe the ones that was released on Diagonal, Opal Tapes, etc. Labels more known for their uh, banging music. Done a bit more there. When I first heard Soat, so that must be, I don't know, 10 years ago, 8 years ago now. I listened to loads of his music. Thought this guy's absolute magic. I mean, it's been a few years since I checked anything out. So I definitely need to go back and uh, check out more of that. Just while that song was on, got a uh, lovely post from uh, our patron, longtime supporter, Nadia, saying that she'd gone back and listened to all 365 episodes with a uh, screenshot. Really sorry. <laughs> really sorry she had to do that. <laughs> I mean, with a screenshot of, because uh, she's a huge Rocket Recordings fan, who we've um, played on the podcast 65 times out of 4,518 plays. And also next to it in R was Roger Bong, who I can't remember. Gareth thinks it's someone's disco. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's like some Hawaiian disco or something. Roger Robinson, so of course, the legend, but also Rolf Harris in there, who we apparently played an excerpt of War Canoe in episode 23, recorded from Supersonic Festival. That's the second time in about a month or so that we've referenced Rolf Harris, either on this pod or on the Patreon pod. That is a disgrace. Rolf Harris shouldn't be getting nearly that many Absolutely mentions not. And, and they brought up Gary Glitter in the pub the other day. It's like, it's a, in a musical context, this is disgusting podcast behaviour. But, so, yeah, thanks, Nadia, for going back all the way through. And I, I should correct you, you said our patron, and she is one of our patrons. She is not our only. <laughs> that is true, that would be funny. She's she not, was our only patron. I am aware that our patron, Mike Pollard, longtime friend of mine, said that he's been through all the podcasts at least three times. How many times did he listen to the Solo Banton one? five <laughs> but yeah i mean all of our episodes are on our website independentmusicpodcast.net so you can even dig out the pre so for newer listeners we essentially did the podcast in 2010 for about 37 episodes i think and then took a three-year marriage gap and then got back onto it and it's been you know pretty consistent since then but yeah so those hidden ones that don't appear in your podcast feed yeah those are on the website cool what have you got next I am going to play some music from Team GB. So Team GB is an artist from Manchester. This is from a actually from a Chechia label, so called Aeronema. And yeah, so Team GB, it's uh, one chap. Excuse me, ignorance, Gareth. Chechia. Yeah, it's a Czech Republic. Okay, so Chechia is sort of what they call themselves. It is. Yeah, I think they changed their name about a decade ago, something like that. But yes, Chechia, not Chechnya, which is also in the news a lot at the moment for. Worst reasons. And actually, in a, on a related note, the proceeds from this release are going to U- the Ukrainian humanitarian efforts and uh, various charities. Uh, but this record, yeah, is absolutely fantastic. Well up my street, obviously. Uh, high tempo music, footwork, jungle, halftime, old school rave and drum and bass. So here you go. This is a new album. It's called Cold Vacuum. And this is the title track by Team GB.
I hope you like that because I've got a bit more of like high tempo stuff coming later in the pod. It's a Team GB, Cold Vacuum is the name of the track. It's the title track from his record that is coming out on Aeronema out of uh, Chechia uh, right now. It's out, in fact, and yeah, some happy, happy 160 BPM goodness right there. Nice, I'm going to play you a band from London called Golden Psalms. It's a trio. They got in touch with me about uh, doing gigs at Babi Yergas, actually. And I listened to it and I was like, this is absolutely brilliant. The album's self-titled. This is just one and a half minutes long. But after you've listened to it, I think you can agree you could hear a lot more of it. Um, it's coming out on the 30th of April. It's just a self-release, limited to 250 copies. This track is called Eliza Talk. <laughs> funny actually because before we start recording the podcast you're like oh i've got an 11 minute track and i've got a one and a half minute track and the one and a half minute track you'd want to last for 11 minutes when you'd listen to it and and now i've listened to the one and a half minute track i'm like why isn't it longer like it's like <laughs> it's kind of like a, it's great and it's like a repetitive sort of like I don't know, studio funk sort of thing. And it's, yeah, why why doesn't that last I, That me? is the only thing that's available from this album, and I can only guess that it leads on into something else pretty quickly. Something more magnificent. In the actual album. Um, I mentioned that it was a self-release and wrong, so it was released on here on In Records, not from any of the labels, so I've got to find out a little bit more about that. That's Eliza Talk from Golden Psalms. It's the only thing from the album that's up there. But the London bass featuring uh, Peter Sant, filmmaker, musician, is a band leader, best I can tell. It's got the next member of Echo Belly in there and a um, Chicago-born Nick Drake on drums, back from the grave. <laughs> yeah, so uh, 30th <laughs> of April, 250 copies. That's what you got. Oh, yeah. It's going to be rare for Nick Drake's new record. Uh, I bet you that guy gets that joke every fucking time. I apologize. To I, apologize. Tra- I apologize, mate. I'm a basic bitch. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I imagine so. Um, but no, really cool. And I really love the art direction on it as well. I just, yeah, if that's the only track from the record um, that's public, I really want to listen to the rest of it and nice. see what it's like. I think I, do, I think I do have it on my email somewhere. So I will 
Make sure I download the whole thing. Share away. Um, yeah, I'm going to play some music now. So uh, I wrote down here that it's ambient, creepy, industrial music. And it's by an artist called a Pink Courtesy Phone. It's a moniker of Richard Chartier. He's uh, based out in LA. He makes music under his own moniker as well, but has been making a lot of music for a long time now. He's got a new record coming out on the 27th of May called All Intensive Purposes. It's coming out through Room 40 Records, which is a label I think we've played before, we played now and again. Absolutely, it's the record label of Lawrence English, the uh, Australian uh, musician artist. He releases... He, he runs the label. Oh, there you go. So we played them now and again, and I'm going to play some more from them. This is Pink Courtesy Phone. This track is called Drained by the Very Nearness. If she doesn't like you, she can make you disappear. <laughs>
so taking you away from like the heavy techno which is really my thing this week uh, that's the sounds of pink courtesy phone track is called drained by the very nearness it's taken from his record all intensive purposes out on the 27th of may via room 40 records into it Yep, that's just sort of nice droney good stuff. Yeah, droney, creepy sort of industrial music. He's released loads of music on lots of different labels, lots of which um, we play on this podcast. Editions may go leaping out his record. Taking into account only a portion of your emotions came out via them on, in 2016 and important records as well we play now and again on the pod. Sentimental Something came out through them in 2015. But yeah, he's had... A couple of releases on Room 40, so his last one uh, was in 2020, and then it's had a couple of others as well in the past. But yeah, as we talked about before, Room 40, the record label of Lawrence English, has also released Mersbo, Marina Rosenfeld, Mike Cooper, Saint Abdullah, quite a few people that we have played on this podcast over the years. And I did one show with Lawrence English, and I can confirm, a very lovely man. Good. From one record label that's run by a reasonably well-known avant-garde... I thought you were going to say that another... From one record label that's run by a really lovely band to another. <laughs> no, it's a better link than that. Uh, a link that's run by a reasonably well-known underground artist to another. I want to play one from Black Truffle Recordings. The um, fact... Blah, could have done a way better link there because Renan Barchi is also Australian. <sighs> is that a better link? Damn, could have done better there, but how much I believe in the honesty, I'm not going to re-record it. I want to play Black Truffle from Black Truffle Recordings. It's the record label of Varan Ambarchi, the Australian drummer, guitarist, great musician. It's a label that's um, released a lot of good music over the years, and I was really surprised that we never played them on the podcast before. Played them from music from Richard Young's to some of Varan Ambarchi's own work, and Nea Lockwood. Iko Ishibashi, who did a release on um, Takuroku Records not too long ago. But I want to play you, this is the aforementioned 11-minuter. It is an all-percussion record from Ensemble Nist Na. It's the project of percussionist Will Guthrie. He's an Aussie drummer living in France. This definitely has got a sort of, it's quite a sort of gamelan sort of feel to it, I would say. I'll talk a bit more about the influences and stuff of the record afterwards, but... This is definitely one to settle into. It's the debut release from Ensemble Nist Na. The album's called Elders, and this track is called Jenny Turta.
There we go. The absolute glorious sounds of Ensemble Nistna with their track Jenny Turta. And they actually played a couple of nights at Cafe Otto just two weeks ago. And I saw some friends posting some photos from it about their, their sort of huge percussion gamelan setup. And thinking, I'm like, oh, that looks nice. But then just sort of forgot about it. And then no doubt the gigs were absolutely, absolutely blinding. I'll give you the whole blurb on the band, because if you listen to all of that, hopefully you want to hear a bit more. And if you don't, well, you probably fast-forwarded it already. Ensemble Nist Nah is a contemporary gamelan percussion ensemble led by French-based Australian drummer Will Guthrie. Nist Nah explores gamelan instrumentation using metallophones, hand drums, and gongs of Indonesia, alongside a drum kit, other percussion, objects, and found junk, bringing together nine of France's finest. Yeah, it's fantastic, wasn't it? There we go. Coming out 29th of April on Black Truffle Recordings. Completely vaguely related. I only found out the other day, um, and I mean in the last seven days, so since we last recorded a pod, that truffle is a mushroom. Yeah, absolutely. In the, in the, in the fungus family. Yeah, and uh, you know how much I dislike mushrooms. Like you've but been eating away I, I love, truffle cheese. I love truffle. I love truffles. It's like you eat, this, it's like flavoured by truffles. You know what I mean, you don't actually I love see much truffle there. I love it. I oh, just, so you actually even eat truffle? Mate, I just like gnaw down on a whole block oh, mate, of it. I don't know where you've been. I, don't, I haven't been anywhere that served me a truffle like that. You go to fancier places yeah, than me. that is 100% right. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, I'm going to... So one of our favourite artists or one of our favourite labels really is uh, Spooky Shit. So. That's a while since you've said one of our favourite labels. Is, that used to basically be our tagline. It was what used to be a radio show, mate. <laughs> but anyway, so Spooky Shit is a label of uh, PQ, Spooky J and Okay, so PQ and Spooky J have uh, both done during the early lockdown did uh, mixes for us, and we're very grateful for that. And I bought a lot of music off the back of both of them. And Eke is also there, but also an amazing producer, amazing artist. Do a fantastic remix of Sawman Catala on a blip disc. Also, did a great version of um, Tuli Banyo as well from Echo Baz. Based here in London as well. Uh, yes, uh, based here in London, and a lot of thumping bass music. and very sadly, a week or so ago, he had his bag stolen with, it says here, along with all his unfinished music, laptop, sampler, the lot. But they salvaged some demos, presumably from like sharing them with each other and have sort of remastered it and uh, have put it out as a record to try and raise, raise some, some cash so he can yeah, get a new sample. Exactly. Apparently the Hot in the Club gig in uh, London that is happening is... Uh... I haven't seen that. Oh, sorry, I, I, I thought I, this was on you were putting on. No, no. Oh, the, what, the, the, well, the Nile Oxygen after party. Yeah, so oh, well, on. I haven't even asked them about it. It was just, it was my idea. All right, we'll see if they listen to this because, <laughs> I mean, maybe their fee has gone up significantly <laughs> well, in the last week it. or two. Yeah, um, let's sell a few more tickets on Nile Oxygen air show and then we'll see about the after party. <laughs> then we're in. But yeah, so... <laughs> We've got to get a party first. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so they've uh, collated this as a uh, record called Lost His Shit, released on Spooky Shit. <laughs> and it, yeah, it's a great collection of, yeah, just like I said earlier, thumping bass music. So I'm going to play this track. It's Eke and it's called Yeah, Yeah, Yeah.
they have it. Sounds of Eke track is called Yeah Yeah Yeah. It's taken from the record. Lost his shit. Uh, it's a fundraising record to get him back some shit or to so fresh shit. I guess is how they would describe it, so that he can start producing music again or you know, performing at after parties for Niloxica. When is that? <laughs> when is that gig actually? Niloxica twenty second of July. Okay, I better make sure it's in my calendar because I've missed the last two times they've. Uh, been in the UK, which uh, one from illness and the other one, I can't remember why I missed the other one, but there was a, obviously a legitimate reason because I love those guys. Well, I just announced on the 23rd of July. Oh, it's funny. It's Hans Joachim Rodelius. It's the artist I've got coming next. Look at that. <laughs> like, but yeah, yeah, if you, you go to spookyshit.bandcamp.com, it's uh, pay what you want, download for the whole thing and do give money. Or like, I think the discography as well is also really cheap and there's some amazing records on there. We played Hot Into Club, what, about a month or two ago? And yeah, some superb music to get stuck into. Nice. Actually, I'm not going to play that Rodalia song next. I was going to play a different track, but then I thought that segue was just so nice. I just fancy doing it. But um, I think musically, it's going to be better to play this track. I want to play you the latest one by Leah Mice. She is a London-based electronic artist. Is she Australian as well? Pretty sure she's Australian as well. This is like the Aussie podcast. But since you forced me to do that live show about Australian music, there's something going on in your life that's Australian-related. Don't know what to say. My heart's down under, is it? I don't know. It's not. My dad was born in Australia and left when he was three and has never returned. <laughs> and do you take that like bitterness of about? No, I'd love country. to go to Australia if, like you, someone would pay me to go over there. But uh, that opportunity has not arisen yet. Yeah, it might happen again. <laughs> anyway, I want to play this track by Leah Mice. She's got a brand new album. We last played you her release on Optimo three odd four years ago, something like that. We can now find her on Objects Limited, which is a subsidiary of the Brilliant Planet Mew. So yeah, so Leah is making her way through some of the finest electronic labels uh, in the world. And this is a very much 80s-influenced electro-pop type track. It says that um, she was feeling distinctly uninspired during COVID until she started digging into the back catalogue of Yellow Magic Orchestra and the Japanese brilliance of them inspired her to make this record. So here we go. This is Leah Mice's Sweet Like Caramel.
There we go. I called that sweet like caramel, but it's not, sorry, it's sweat like caramel by Leah Mice. Yeah, we played her actually, her album on Optimo in 2018, like I said, but actually we also played her in 2021, her track We Dance Back to Back, which I forgot about, which was about this time last year, but a bit later in the year, which is actually going to be included on this record. So you heard it here on the podcast 10 months early. Early access. <laughs> Um, yeah, so yeah, Leah Mice, she's uh, based in London. She makes uh, not only great electronic music like that, but she's also done a PhD in sort of instrument building and especially instruments in regards to accessibility about people with disabilities playing certain types of instruments. You know, you know, if you've only got one arm playing a violin, not possible. Whatever, just dug into all sorts of stuff about how instruments are built, building her own instruments, all sorts of stuff, done loads of really interesting work. And yeah, brilliant music, interesting stuff. Leah Mice. Well, when I was a young'un, as you know, I used to play music. I was a tenor horn player, which is a brass instrument, like a small tuba, E-flat horn. And one of the brass teachers uh, that I, where I went to learn, uh, he had a disability, so he had a custom-built uh, trombone. Wow. Because he had, I think it was like a shoulder injury that he had, and so he couldn't use the valves on the on the trombone. So he had a extremely long like sort of custom built like sort of pole coming off the bottom of the trombone and he used to control it like by his knees wow so they sort of sort of up and down his knee to make the trombone yeah so essentially he couldn't get his arm up yeah yeah up where the trombone was because so, of his shoulder so then yeah he had to he had to trigger down there so there you go very intriguing yeah there you go it was a bit of a knob but um <laughs> <laughs> you know not because in, in, of the disability in, in, interesting trombone though. <laughs> yeah he had a great trombone uh, i <laughs> Uh, last record from me it's from an artist that we've played before also from manchester actually so the second one that we've played uh, this this week uh biffed bftt this is uh, his first album ever called redefines it's coming out on uh, tt records used to be tobago tracks we have played him before he played it back in september 2020 uh, he i think he had the debut release on polity Records, some f- fantastic techno label. Oh, we used to play a f- good few releases from Tobago tracks, but it's been a couple of years now. It has been a little while. Forgotten yeah. about that label. Has been a, it has been a little while, but yeah, they they send me stuff and I listen to a lot of it, and it's all very very good and uh, comes on the podcast now and again. Uh, he also has an early release on uh, Whitey's now AD ninety three, and yeah, this is his debut album. It's called Redefines. It's coming out on the fifth of May, and this is the lead track from it. It's called Razel Mass.
There you go. Maybe my favourite track of the week, actually. Uh, BFTT Bift, or Bift. how Bift, I think, is how you're going to say that. And the track is called uh, Rizal Mass. It's taken from his record called Redefines out on the 5th of May via Tobago Tracks, or TT, as they are now known. Yeah, like I said, it's his debut record. Apparently, it's the outcome of a four-year project, but he has had a couple of releases in the interim. Also uh, runs YCO Records with Aya, perennial podcast favourite. Yeah, say. definitely got that sound to it for sure. Yeah, reminds absolutely. me of the music made by Clark. You know Ben Clark uh, that you've played on the podcast before, and I played the podcast definitely from that sort of very contemporary school of um, underground electronic music. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, just absolutely fantastic. I cannot wait to hear the whole record, uh, which is coming out on my partner's birthday. So that's what I'll be doing that day. That's about all we've got time for. Thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. Thank you very much, each and every one of our patrons. If you want to join them and join them for our next live show and um, vote on your favourites of the year, to, that'll uh, affect what goes on our end-of-year podcasts. You can join them for as little as a couple of quid a month on patreon.com slash podcast. You know what I'm going to start testing this week is giving the patrons early access to the podcast. Oh, nice. Like when Nick sends it to me, just uploading it onto a special patron feed. So if you want that and anything else we put on that feed, patreon.com forward slash independent music podcast. Cool. Yeah, why not? That seems to be something something that they could want. Although just looking at Natalie's thing, she's like, I love Monday mornings when the independent music podcast comes through. Also listen to it then. You, you can get it early. I'm going to leave you with an ad, what I mentioned to you before. It is the music of Hans Joachim Rodelius, his duo with Tim Story, Rodelius and Story. It's coming out on Erase Tapes, London-based label. I just announced a show with Rodelius, with Rodelius and Christopher Chaplin in uh, Bethnal Green in July. And I got a text from Robert from Erase Tapes saying, oh, shame, it's not a Rodelius and Story. Uh, we know we could have done some plugs. And I was like... Rodelius and Story and he's like yeah that album we just released last month and I was like oh I'm sorry sorry Robert I totally missed that and I listened to it and I found it a really really beautiful record and I thought I'd end the pod with it this week the album is called Four Hands Classical Piano I'm going to play you the second track from the album it's called Spirit Clock and we'll be back with you next week will we? Bye.